Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Devontae Parker, um, your thoughts on, we, we have we have Jason Leisure? Oh, we have okay. Jason Leisure. We'll ask his thoughts on, on Devontae Parker and others. Joining us right now on the Orion Fueling Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line, they are truly steps beyond convenient. Where are you, sir, Mr. Leisure? Uh, I'm in uh, Carlsbad, California, at an undisclosed location. They have asked that we not release the names of any of the sites, and uh, I am honoring that request for privacy no matter what you say, Ethan. Okay, no problem. <laughs> I, won't, I won't push too hard then. Well, Jason Leisure from the Palm Beach Post covers the Dolphins. Uh, this I is- can tell you something else. The weather is fantastic here. It's amazing. We, it's a beautiful place, and the only thing missing, I've been sitting here thinking the whole time, like, gosh, I wish I could. Go on with Ethan and Frito and Alf nine five four because otherwise, you know, it's a pretty lame trip. No, that's just true. tell us and we'll blame it on Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> so this trip, uh, and we apologize for taking uh, you taking ten minutes away from the weather. Although the weather is still there, are you outside right now? I am now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So we're not really hurting your experience in any in any. This segment's way. off to a great start. Not, I can tell. I know. I apologize for that, um, Jason. The. Uh, this this trip for the Dolphins being out there as long as they've been out there, um, I, additional bonding that they're doing. How how do you think that this is has gone for them so far? And Dominic and Sue took everybody to Legoland yesterday. It was a big party. <laughs> I'm assuming you're not serious. I'm not serious. No, I think what they've been mostly doing is uh, having dinners together, small dinners, not like you know sixty man dinners with the whole team. But um, you know, if you think about it, when they're at home, they don't probably do much of that because most of the guys have families and kids and you know as you know when you get done with work you usually go take care of that you don't go spend more time out with your co-workers but they're I think they're doing some stuff like that they're around each other more they're on the bus every day from the uh, resort over to the practice field those kind of things Jason uh the 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 Jared Goff news um have, have you been had an opportunity to talk to any of the Dolphins about that the, the fact that he's going to be starting for them this week starting for yes. the Rams yeah we talked to him about that it's kind of a a wild card. They don't really know what to expect because there's not a lot of film on him. They've been watching uh, film on him from the preseason, not any of his Cal film. But uh, there's there's kind of a uh, there's kind of like a healthy respect, I would say, for the fact that he was the number one pick. I, I think it's always enticing to a defense when you when you have a rookie quarterback, especially a guy making his debut. But they're also a little bit they're treading a little carefully because they know he was number one pick for a reason. So he's probably got something. Well, according to ESPN Stats and Invo, he's looking to be the first number one overall pick to win his first NFL start since David Carr back in 2002. Wow. Nine have lost since then. Let's talk about the offensive line. Uh, Joe Shad, your your colleague, pre-tweeted out that uh, Brandon Albert's going to be out yeah. at least two to three weeks with that wrist injury. I assume that Laramie Tunsil will move over one spot. Has that been said by Adam Gase, or are they? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's confirmed. And and just look, the one of the things, Jason that's been so encouraging about the Dolphins during this four-game win streak is that's when the offensive line started playing as a unit. The projected starting five started playing in that Pittsburgh game. Uh, what's going to be now? Who's going to play left guard? And, and I know you still have a lot of talent on that offensive line, but is there any trepidation uh, as to what this could mean? Because Albert's been playing so yeah. well. 
There should be. There should be some trepidation about that because that group, not just Albert, but the, the five, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. once they finally got them on the field, that group was really, really good, and you saw it change everything for their offense. But uh, just some housekeeping here, Josh. Tunsil, the left guard, uh, will go to left tackle, uh, as you mentioned. And he, he started for Brandon Albert in the Cincinnati game mm-hmm. when Albert had an ankle injury and then also came in for Albert Sunday against San Diego. Um, then they'll move Craig Urbick up to left guard, I, I believe. That's what, they did, that's what they did against San Diego, so I assume that's what they'll do again against the Rams. Um, and they've been, if you've been watching, you know, a lot of their, their ground game has been to the left side. And that, that may not be as reliable as it's been. It might be a little more uh, balanced directionally. But during this four-game win streak, which is, coincides with when they've had the entire starting five out there on the offensive line, I think they've averaged something like 180 rushing yards per game, and Tannehill's passer rating has been right around 100 uh, during that span. So it's been, it, that offensive line's health has changed everything. So now to go back to where it's a little bit disheveled, um, you know, you should be very concerned about that, I think, until you see that uh, Urbic and Tunsil can, can handle it long-term at those spots. Hey, Jason, it's Alf. How you doing, man? I'm fine, man. What's going on? Do you have heat questions for me? I don't do that anymore. No, no, you thought you, <laughs> thought you went to the Dolphins beat and you got away from me, but I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were avoiding me, but no. How I'm are not... you on the radio? How am I on the radio? I don't know. I guess my, my association with Jason Leisure has really catapulted me to new heights. Uh, people know that you've been on my podcast. It, it got me a, a bunch of attention. Everyone's like, oh, my God, that's the guy who knows Jason Leisure. So Someone texted in that Perk sounds under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> that he, what, About me or about him? About, about him. Al. About me. Oh, yeah. Anyway, right, go ahead. I assume you have a question, right? I did, and you, you, you just threw me off with, with, with right, your well, heat. well, let's Ethan got then. Let's go to Ethan. <laughs> All right, let's go wow. to All right, Devontae Parker, I was talking about him at the beginning of this segment. Um, he, he, he finally had another 100-yard game uh, after having won in the first, his first game of the season. Where, where, where do you think he is right now in terms of you know, developing into the receiver that they want him to be? I really don't know, man. I, I assume that's not the answer you were looking for, but uh, I don't think the team knows because it's been a year and a half with this guy and he's been so inconsistent health-wise that I, it's hard to have any real gauge on him. Even coming off that game, what was it, five catches for 103 yards, I believe, uh, against the Chargers, you don't know that he's going to come back and have a good week to practice on that hamstring and, and everything else and be able to play like that again against the Rams. If he's healthy, he's got great speed and he's got good size. He could be a real downfield threat. But, I mean, you don't know that with him. You don't know that he can do that uh, consistently because he just hasn't been healthy enough to prove that. Jason Leisure of the Palm Beach Post uh, joins us here on 790 The Ticket. One of the things that's impressed me about Adam Gase is he really called an audible in the middle of the season. You know, after the first couple of JHIA games, you know, here is basically a passing coach who said, now we are going to be a running team. He didn't force the team to adjust to him. He adjusted to the strength of the team. I'd like to talk to you about that. How impressed I was impressed with, here's a coach who sort of set his plan aside, set his ego aside, and said, I'm going to do what's best with the talent and what we've got here and, and cater to our strengths. It's good flexibility for sure, and you definitely want to see that from a coach. You don't want to see someone that's so rigid about their system and their style that they can't make a change like that when it, when it clearly suits them. And it has because they've won four in a row and their offense has looked much better. Um, I, you know, I kind of wonder what their evaluation of J.H.I. has been all along because they tried to sign uh, yeah. Anderson, the running back from Denver. They did sign Foster. So they, they clearly thought they needed somebody else. And then even at that, I, kind of a, you know, a, a worn-down Arian Foster had the starting job going into week one. You remember the whole 
uh, sure. fiasco with Jay Ajayi pouting and getting left home from the Seattle trip. So um, it makes me wonder if maybe they haven't really thought all that highly of him and this maybe in their minds might have more to do with the offensive line. Well, uh, we're here with with Jason Leeser. He's joining us from out in Carlsbad, California. He's with the Dolphins right now. You know, one thing that we're not getting very much on the text line here, uh, Jason, is is Ryan Tannehill slander, which is something that we typically get quite a bit of. Um, but since the offensive line has gotten better, he's played better. Uh, where do you think he is as far as, you know, I mean, is there another level in your view to Ryan Tannehill or is, uh, you know, just the way that he's played the last few weeks? There, there might be. I, I still think he's fine. You know, if the offensive line is not good and the skill position guys are average, then, you know, he's not going to be that great. And if the offensive line is healthy and strong, and the skill position guys are average or better, then he's going to play better. But I, I think you could say that about a lot of different guys. Uh, you know, he's headed to a point at the end of the season where if they keep him on this deal, it's going to be $20 million for next season. I mean, that's how much Cam Newton makes. I, I don't think you're looking at a guy that's Cam Newton. And, you know, we'll talk about Tannehill. I mean, uh, I think it was Clyde Christensen that came out and said, you know, it, it's okay to be a game manager, and, and, and that's fine. I mean, they're not asking him to do too much, and maybe because they haven't had a healthy uh, – uh, you know, receiving core in a while. But one of the things that impressed me about Tannehill was he stood in the pocket and passes to Parker and Stills, knew he was going to get pounded, and still not just made okay throws, made great throws. And and his resilience is off the charts, and his accuracy now downfield, even in the face of somebody coming right at him, has been much improved over the last couple seasons. I agree with all that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, well, there, I don't think there was a question in there, was there? I, I, I just asked him for your comment, and you observe the team like I do. You cover the team. I just want what you thought about those those topics. But you agreed with I, me? I agree with you. That's my comment. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's a pretty good comment. Last one here for Jason Leisure. Want to let him get out to back to that beautiful let, uh, weather. Let Alf, let Alf get a question. Alf, get a, Alf, Alf, get a question in. Well, the text machine, somebody says Leisure is a jerk. How do you respond to that? Wow. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. Actually, I did have one question. Xavier Howard, what's the situation there? Xavier Howard, uh, the rookie cornerback, arguably their most talented cornerback, a guy that they could really, really use in that beat-up secondary. Uh, still no timetable for his return. He's got the knee issue. He's not. He doesn't look like he's even close to practicing again. I saw him out there today just doing some running on the side. Um, you know, really, that, that might come down to how relevant the games are because if, if he's still going to be out three or four more weeks, right. and you're talking about mid-December and they're not really – they don't really have a chance, then, you know, maybe they don't bother rushing him back. Was anybody else held out of practice? I mean, who, who didn't practice today? Did anybody besides Howard? Yeah, well, and Albert, obviously, right, but Albert. Uh, Jel- Jelani Jenkins has the broken bone in his hand. He didn't practice, even though last week he did practice through that injury, and he played through the injury, obviously. Right. And then uh, Mario Williams with the sprained ankle did not practice, and, and he's a backup at this point, but also his backup, uh, Jason Jones, didn't practice. And uh, I, I'm not sure if there's an injury with Jason Jones because – that hasn't come up. This may have just been a veteran's day off. The Heat are 2-8. and eight. You think they're missing you? No. Okay. Definitely they're Heat not. Twitter misses no. you, Jason. They might, but I, I ask, ask Spo if he misses me. I'm <laughs> sure I know the answer to that. <laughs> All right, sir. We appreciate it. Get back to that weather in California. Jason Leisure for the Palm Beach Post okay, guys. covering the Dolphins out there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.